You are listening to the Think Brick Australia podcast. Think Brick Australia represents the clay, brick and paver manufacturers of Australia. Brick by Brick, our podcast will discuss technical information and architectural case studies with special guests. I'm your host, Elizabeth McIntyre, the CEO of Think Brick Australia. On today's podcast, I'm joined by Keanu Andrews, and we're actually going to talk a little bit about weatherproofing. What does weatherproofing mean? Well, to put it simply, weatherproofing is the act of making your home watertight. Yep. So preventing that water from the outside entering your home and damaging those interior components, those water sensitive components like your interior walls, your electricals and your wood and your furniture. So like as opposed to fire where we're trying to keep out gas, what we're trying to keep out with weatherproofing is water? Yeah, quite simply. Okay. So why else is it important? Well, from a design and building perspective, weatherproofing is one of the six main considerations listed in the National Construction Code or the provisions. I believe Michael Congress, your previous guest on the show, actually explained all those provisions in one of the previous podcasts. So that would be a good interlude into this podcast. Mm -hmm. So what happens when we don't weatherproof? Well, and you see it in a lot of older houses when we didn't actually understand the necessity of weatherproofing. So you get things like mould, mildew, and you see a lot of things like timber rotting. So when you don't weatherproof, there's both health risks from that mould and that mildew. So breathing in those spores is not good for you. Yep. But you also see a lot of structural damage. So when timber rots, it loses its strength, it loses its integrity, which causes extensive issues down the line. So it's really important that when we do build our houses, we help prevent those issues. Sure. And I guess as well, like if we were to think of a brick just as a brick wall standing outside in a field weathering, where it's really not having any use but to stand there, that's absolutely fine. But we're living and breathing in houses and there's a whole lot of systems around that. So that's causing the issue for weatherproofing. Exactly. So we know that bricks can be weatherproof to a certain extent, but aren't they waterproof? That's actually a really good question. And the best way to explain it is if I gave you an example. Mm -hmm. If you're sitting at home and you get your garden hose and you start spraying water on that wall, you'll notice that water doesn't really penetrate that wall. Sure. Right? Especially when you're cleaning it, right? (laughs) Exactly. So the water's just splashing off. And the difference between weatherproof and waterproof is quite small. So when you have a home, a house that you're living in for 20, 50, 100 years, and you have constant water hitting that, what happens is in a rainfall event or when water's hitting that surface, that brick's absorbing water, And bricks aren't a waterproof material. They're a porous material because they're a natural stone. They're a natural earthen product. Yes. Right? So water is being absorbed into that brick and it's being transmitted through the brick towards the interior. And that's just a natural function of a natural product. Sure. So if we were to use like a really easy example, if you made a brick pool without any sealant, you know, it would hold maybe for a day or so, but then you would see a graduate decline as the water seeped through the pores of the brick. Exactly. So right. it'd be a very, it's, it's a very gradual decline. Yes. But when you have a, a, a building or a structure there for hundreds of years, it can start to add up. Sure, like anything. So Keanu, when we go back to the wall and the other side of it or the interior side of it, 
Is that why we're worried about it? So bricks, as you know, durable, strong. They don't really care or mind if they get wet, right? But there are a lot of materials that we use in our homes that do care. Some common examples might be if you have like cement sheets on the other side of your wall for yep. like rendering yep. or if you're using stud and frames. These materials are sensitive to water and they can expand and swell and contract and rot. Yep. And obviously when those things happen, they're very unsightly along with being a structural issue and a health um, issue. A health issue. Yeah, yeah, that's our biggest one. So how do we waterproof external brickwork? So that's a really good question. And it's a common inquiry that we actually get to the associations a lot. Right. And so it's different for every type of wall. So if you have a veneer or cavity construction, the waterproofing procedures are different to when you have a solid wall construction. Okay, so let's dive into that. But before we do, we're looking at standard AS3700. That's what we're referencing. So AS3700 is the masonry standard. And as part of the masonry standard, there's a ton of waterproofing guidance in it. Okay, so if we were to look at a cavity wall, and let's probably look at 40 millimetres or more, what do we need to look out for there? The minimum cavity for a cavity wall is 40 millimetres. Right. So we're bang on. We're bang on. <laughs> and so that cavity, if you can imagine when water penetrates the exterior leaf of that cavity wall, yep, it can't make its way through the air gap, right? And that's just a function of how the world works. Mm-hmm. Water needs a certain medium to move through the wall. Okay. So if you have that 40 mil cavity, which is the minimum, then the water won't penetrate the interior wall. Okay. Brick. Okay. So that's good news. So there's nothing we need to do. No. So there is a little bit more that you have to do. So okay. that's the general principle. Yep. But we need to understand that the water that penetrates the exterior wall still needs to make its way back out of the system. Okay. Right. So we don't All want right. it sitting in the little cavity in the middle. Right. Okay. Right. So how does it make its way out? Well, usually we use flashings. Yes. So they're nice little impermeable membranes that we lay towards the bottom of the wall. Yep. So any water that collects within that cavity hits that flashing and is redirected out of the wall through little tiny holes at the bottom of the exterior wall. Which the are weep hole? Weep holes. Well, I mean, it's a common thing sort of when you look at a brick wall. Firstly, when it's been built, you're seeing the flashing go in and not many people know what that is. And it really is just like a black piece of paper to describe it in a loose term. And then you're also thinking, what happened? Did the brickmaker fall asleep here? Why are there gaps in my walls? But you're explaining exactly why they're there now. The only last thing that you need to consider is the damp proof course, which okay. is another impermeable membrane that you lay towards the bottom of the wall in the mortar joint. And what that's to do is to prevent any water that collects in the ground from making its way up into your brick wall. So just to summarise in very simple terms, what you're saying is that in significant rainfall and what happens with the moisture in bricks is it heads its way into the cavity, but then it also needs to get out. And if it, it can't actually get out the way it came. Well, it can you don't want that water sitting there and you want to direct it out as fast as possible. Right. And so then what it's doing is it's basically hitting the flashing, which is inserted in the middle of the wall, and that's directing it down to the weep holes to exit out of the wall. Yeah. So the flashing's directed not in the middle of the wall, but towards the bottom. Towards water, the bottom. Yeah. Water naturally likes to run to the point of least energy, which is towards the ground. Great. Okay. Well, that makes sense. And Keanu, I'm looking at some 
diagrams here that probably are going to explain this a little bit better than I've articulated. But we've sorted that out now for the cavity brickwork. What happens with veneer construction? Well, it's a bit the same. So in a veneer construction, you don't have a second leaf of brickwork, but you still have a cavity from when the brick ties into the frame, right? So all those provisions that we listed beforehand are still relevant and are still done the same way. So we're still inserting the flashing and the weep holes, but obviously there's not a brick on the other side. Exactly. Okay. So Keanu, now we've done cavity brick, brick veneer construction. What about solid wall construction? If you think about a solid wall or a single leaf construction, you don't have the luxury of having a cavity. Yeah. Right? So when you're presented with this problem, if you don't have a cavity, then you can't use a flashing you can't use the weep holes. If you had a weep holes in a single leaf construction, you could see straight into the other side of the wall. Yeah, which would make it fairly useless. Yes. So when we start looking at these systems, you start having to, you can't use those provisions we had listed before. And what you're looking at at this stage is looking at some proprietary solutions. So the most common ones listed in AS3700 are using a sealant or a paint or a render on the other side of the wall, which are waterproof and will help prevent water from ingressing on the exterior side to the interior. Okay. So if I was to just, again, very plainly talk about why we need to consider waterproofing, if I was talking double brick construction where you have the cavity, we're basically looking at a hamburger with two bread on the other side and then the middle is going to be the flashing. Yeah. And the weep holes are going to be down the bottom of the wall. Yeah. It's very similar for veneer construction you've still got the the solid brick on the outside the flashing in the middle and then you know a timber structure or steel frame construction on the on the inside yeah thank you and then finally now we've just got a solid wall or a single leaf construction and that is where we really need to put a sealant on one side because there's there's no way that we can attach the flashing to anything and we can't have the weep holes because otherwise they're going to become like a hit and miss brick wall Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and just another thing to add on, when you have that cavity, it needs to be a clear cavity width. So if you have anything like insulation, right, which can help bridge that gap with the water, you need to add an extra cavity to make sure you at least get 40 mils of cavity space. Okay. So Keanu, thank you for that. We've realized today why weatherproofing is important. It's one of the six key performance provisions in the National Construction Code and weatherproofing your house has to be done to ensure that the interior aspects of your home aren't affected. So what we've learned today is that the brick is water resistant. The wall is not waterproof. We then need to make the structure weatherproof and that's the insertion of flashings and weep holes and what we've discussed. Exactly. Perfect. As you know, Keanu, when I'm listening to things, I'm normally out walking. How can our listeners get more information on this? Yeah, and there's a couple of ways you can do that. You can check out our show notes, which will have the claim masonry detailing guide, which is something I've written in the past. (laughs) You can also check out some more of our podcasts. They go for a lot of technical topics and make it in an easy and digestible way. Or if you really want to talk to me some more, you could call up the technical hotline and speak to one of our professional engineers or even myself in person. Keanu, thank you for explaining the importance of waterproofing and weatherproofing with bricks. Thank you. It was my pleasure. 
If you have enjoyed this podcast, please follow, rate and review our podcast. We are always looking for new ways to think brick. If you have an idea of what you'd like to hear about, there's a link in our show notes to let us know.